0: welcome to pros and cons i'm your host kev and i'm jack and this is your show about randomness everything and anything we give you the good the bad the ugly and today we're gonna get into the oscars and a little later on we'll talk about the baseball offseason and some major free agent signings
1: yeah bryce harper and manny Machado.
0: so much money but yeah let's get into Movies and the Oscars.
1: Yeah, so I guess let's just start off with in general for 2018 movies. Would you say it was a pro or a con, like for the year overall?
0: For sure, be a pro. Partly due because of MoviePass. Thank you again. We talked about you before, but yeah, this year I got to see a lot of films I wouldn't have watched before, like
1: especially in theaters.
0: Yeah, especially in theaters. Like I either wait for them to hit the streams or just probably never would have watched them but yeah i was watching a lot of movies so I'm pro
1: yeah i would say pro as well there were definitely some disappointments which we'll talk about both sides but for the most part there were a bunch of movies i enjoyed and a lot that i was entertained by
0: all right let's just get this out of the way we know the oscars like to do a lot of controversial things right they got some of it right but they also got some of it wrong
1: yeah i mean this year it felt like they made progress on a lot of ends but there were also some kind of usual picks that weren't so good but fall in line with their habits i guess
0: yeah like um their best picture winner green book is that progress there no no so con
1: yeah (laughs) but pro Roma won a bunch of stuff including Alfonso Cuaron getting best director he won cinematography first director ever to do that for shooting his own movie yeah and yeah there were some other good choices too
0: animated feature
1: oh yeah Spider-Verse won both of our favorites of the year yeah also the favorite which was another movie that I liked a lot you liked also and Olivia Colman won for best actress which we were talking about before like she was great but also any one of the three leads or three women could have been considered leads I'm saying three leads because to me that's what they were like
0: right what about Rami Malek as best actor for Bohemian Rhapsody that is
1: yeah I thought he was like good in the movie and I'm not that mad at him winning, I would have probably chosen Bradley Cooper over him myself for A Star is Born. And I also think Bradley Cooper got robbed for even getting nominated for Best Director, which is insane. I'm not saying he should have won Best Director, but he should have at least been nominated. I think A Star is Born was a great movie of last year. But yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not mad at it. I think Rami was good. and
0: Yeah, I'm not mad at it his role seemed challenging and like he had to become someone that is like an
1: iconic figure,
0: right? An iconic figure. So a lot of people will have a lot to say about it. And they did. (laughs) And they did. Um, but he killed it even with the bad hair and like the teeth. um, (laughs) It was almost like that wasn't going to face him and he was going to kill it regardless. But it's just, you know, a lot of weird body movements and all that that you got to be comfortable doing and right he seemed like he was comfortable doing it so yeah and the accent um, right which is different <laughs> and weird again because of the teeth right. <laughs> it's challenging um but yeah i'm not not completely mad at it but i can see the other arguments that there are
1: what about like the other ones bohemian rhapsody one like sound editing sound mixing film editing
0: well deserved damn well deserved um i know there are other podcasts out there even within the cesspool network (laughs) that uh didn't agree with this decision i don't know if you guys listen to seymour but the guy there i think joan or something like that i don't know like he thinks he knows about music and sound and editing and all that like he thinks he's, like, a generational musician. Like, he comes down from a line of musicians or something.
1: I don't know. It's in his head, but... Yeah, it's not like his brother is a musician or anything. Yeah. Or, like, his dad,
0: like... Like, yeah, I grew up listening to music. I don't know. My dad's a player. Like, no. It's, it's just Joan from Brooklyn. Um, or Florida. I don't even know where the guy's from. But, um, yeah, he didn't agree with this. But, I like, it's one of those movies where sound is so important... I know that it's about music, so you tend to lean that way when it comes to these awards, but they did it really well. It's not like they're just giving it to them because this is the movie about
1: music. And I think A Star is Born also did a great job of this, but yeah, I mean, I think he could have made the argument for multiple movies in all of these categories, and I think film editing should have gone to the favorite. But, yeah, I mean, I don't hate the sound editing and mixing going to Bohemian Rhapsody.
0: Yeah, so maybe maybe we should go into some of the cons or things that the Oscars got wrong. First off, original screenplay to Green Book? Oh, nothing original from that screenplay. Yeah. Again, that's just me.
1: Literally every other movie in that category that was nominated should have beaten it, but... At least they got adapted screenplay right. That was a pro. They gave it to Black Klansman. Finally, Spike Lee won an Oscar. And he was so hype about it too. But
0: What about a movie where there's so much technology, right? To give you these great visuals. Like a first man for visual effects. There was a lot of screen rattling. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if it was the projector or like we are in california maybe there was like a little earthquake going on <laughs> but no that hey visual effects of ryan goslin just <laughs> shaking up in the rocket you know like tumbling <laughs> like he's doing the shake weight
1: i mean yeah of course they had to use visual effects to put them in space and so forth but all that was not that interesting to me so yeah
0: no Was it visual effects or was it the same studio that Stanley Kubrick shot the moon landing in?
1: Oh my God.
0: We're not going to turn into a conspiracy (laughs) podcast. Yeah, don't ask me to sit up Kyrie Irving or something.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But also, it's a con because Ready Player One should have got visual effects, a much better movie. Big facts. But let's switch from our eyes to our ears. I think the Oscars did a pretty good job with music stuff they gave original song to shallow from a star is born which is an obvious pro like hands down the winner and they gave score to black panther which also deserved it
0: hell yeah kendrick ludwig yeah whole squad top dog in there killed it
1: yeah for sure
0: i remember like jamming to the whole album for like a week or two when it came out and i don't think i usually do that
1: yeah i can't remember the last time you would bump like a soundtrack in the car like that's unheard of
0: not like that with straight bangers yeah like (laughs) club music and shit Um, right it's it's hard to do but they did it and yeah Yeah. you know i I tried to stay level-headed you know that's why i'm part of this beautiful show so i'm gonna give you one that i'm like right in between Right. which is supporting actor Ooh. which Mahershala Ali got for Green Book I say it's a pro because I like him and out of all the other nominees I don't know that I would give it to anyone else but I also watched a movie and I don't know that
1: that role is like all that deserving of the award do you think it's gonna hurt his chances for the future like since he got this one they may not give him one where he's more deserving
0: yeah it's one of those things where we usually see it the other way around like oh leo should have got it for this leo should have got it for that or whatever insert the great actor here right it's rare that you see it the other way around where like he got it for this but he didn't get it for this great film yeah that who knows i don't know in 2023 that he comes out with I don't know that it would hurt him, but it's one of those things where, like, us as the audience would be like, wow, like, they're like, I don't know. They don't feel as bad because he got it for this film or something. Um, Yeah. I mean, I would
1: say, for me, it's a con, but I'm not that mad at it. I would have rather had Sam Elliott win for Stars Born. I thought he was great in that. But I love Mahershala, so... Yeah, it's not too bad a con. One, I'm also... Not mad at, but I wish had gone a different way. This one, even more so, was for documentary. Free solo one, which I liked. I really enjoyed the movie. But I was rooting for Minding the Gap a lot harder, which was higher on my list for Movies of the Year. And would have been cool to see Bing and all them get the award, but I'm not too mad at it.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen either of these but i've been dying to watch minding the gap unfortunately that shit's on hulu and who the fuck has hulu (laughs) um so yeah maybe that's why it didn't win (laughs) think that through next time bang
1: and also we had mentioned roma getting director and cinematography but it also got foreign language film which was deserved yeah well deserved
0: there's also costume design for black panther Can't go wrong with that. Yeah.
1: I mean, Marvel scooped up some awards this year. That could be a trend in years to come for comic movies to get more stuff. I mean, like we said, too, Spider Man Into the Spider Verse winning Best Animated Feature. Like, even though it was animated, for us, it was like one of the best movies of the year. And those movies get so much money put into them, and maybe they'll start evolving more. And Black Panther is an example of the evolution. There's others coming out this year, like Captain Marvel. You got the first woman-centric film. So you never know.
0: But yeah, these were like the categories that really matter to us that right. we like look forward to seeing in films and whatnot.
1: Yeah. And if you want to hear a full recap, Seymour, also on the Suspo Network, did a complete top to bottom rundown. So you can listen to Joan's recap through there. Yep, yep. And also like one last thing on the Oscars, I think the pros of the ceremony overall is that it gives opportunities to filmmakers for those who win or are nominated even. And it also is about celebrating movies. And there are, of course, pros and cons to how well they execute that. But the idea in itself at its core, I think, is a good thing and while some people might say it's a con that you shouldn't judge art and say what wins a prize I think it's good at the end of the day for movies in that it gets people talking gets people to watch more movies like I think overall it just helps and while there's a lot of criticism and of course they can do better and they need to do better I think at its core it's good
0: yeah well said well said but they need to do something about the time somehow some way ends up being like three and a half hours
1: yeah i mean it was super tight this year and condensed compared to other years where like last year and i think the year before went like four plus which is like crazy but I don't know. I mean, it's hard to fully condense it. They could have cut out some more of the song performances this year besides, like, the shallow performance, which was great. But, yeah, I don't know. There's only so much they can do.
0: Bro, that shit is wild. Like, we're talking baseball game length.
1: But you like baseball.
0: Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> there's very little action
1: here. I think the no host helped, though. Like, you had a wide variety of people who... We're constantly introducing the different categories and stuff. And look, I'm not saying that it's a perfect show. I think that if it was started from scratch in 2019, it would be a whole lot different. Right. But I'm saying like for what it is, like they can only do so much in its current state. But I definitely agree that if you and I were starting an award show on movies today, it would be very different for sure. You know what I would say is like a radical idea that could help cut it down? Cut out the speeches.
0: For real. (laughs) Like, instead of people walking up when they win, we should have the lady or whoever it is presenting it, just walk it down to their (laughs) seats, give them a hug, and walk away. (laughs) And up next. (laughs) That'd be interesting. Hey, whoever's in charge, I know you're listening. Take some notes.
1: Because also, like, I thought about this, like, in the day and age of social media, the people who win, they could just go on their social media after and thank whoever they want to thank. You know what I mean? Like, just always adds a lot of time. And I understand wanting to give them that platform. But for the sake of the show overall.
0: I got what I think is an okay idea. (laughs) (laughs) That's weird. So you mentioned social media. We do live in that world right now. Yeah. Could change, but this is where we are right now. What if the Oscars, which they probably already do, have this online account. Could be Twitter, Instagram, both. Yeah. Where after the ceremony, after everything, or even after whoever wins, wins, they go to the back somewhere. They record a little speech, but it only goes up online.
1: (laughs) And only up to like a minute or... 15 seconds.
0: IG, you got a minute solid, (laughs) and this time it won't be a person cutting you off. It'd be the platform, you know. Yeah. So not many people to blame there. Yeah, and if it's on stories, it's only 15 seconds.
1: Big facts,
0: documentary, short, best costume, best makeup. Oh, you got a stories. (laughs) (laughs) You got a solid 15. Best picture, director, actor, actress, supporting you got the full platform. You've got a solid minute on IG. I think, I think this is a good idea. I want to see this implemented next year.
1: And to finish it off, you know, we talked about some pros and cons of what we liked from what was chosen at the Oscars. But we also have our own list for the year. So why don't you just run down some of your top movies of 2018 and then I'll do the same to wrap it up.
0: This is in no sort of order i'm just going down the list real quick
1: gotcha bad times at the el royale
0: spider-man into the spider-verse mid-90s roma tag incredibles 2 black clansman ready player one quiet place isle of dogs black panther skate kitchen eighth grade sorry to bother you blind spotting old Man and the gun the favorite green book widows A Star is Born, Oceans 8, and Wildlife, and
1: Bohemian Rhapsody. It's a pretty good list. What you got? All right, so this is also not really in a particular order except for the first, like, five or so. But here it is. Mid-90s, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, Minding the Gap, The Old Man and the Gun, A Star is Born, Matangi slash Maya slash MIA, The Favorite, Roma... Free Solo, Madeline's Madeline, Gemini, The Miseducation of Cameron Post, Blind Spotting, Ocean's Eight, Eighth Grade, Beautiful Boy, Black Clansman, Skate Kitchen, I of Dogs, Ready Player One, Bad Times at the El Royale, Shoplifters, and Sorry to Bother You. Solid. So, yeah, that wraps up our Oscars slash 2018 movies segment for the show.
0: Now we're going to switch it up a little bit. Yeah. It's getting warmer out. It's that time of the year. I'm starting to smell it. (laughs) Get those sniffs in for the sound mixing Oscar or sound editing. Fresh cut grass. (sighs) Yes. It's my favorite time of the year. Baseball's back. Spring training is in full effect. And Bryce Harper and Manny Machado have a team.
1: Yeah, finally. We've been waiting all winter this offseason for them to make up their minds
0: yeah for real um i do understand these are two prime top 10 players at the moment at their peaks and hoping to get paid
1: yeah both age 26 both looking for long-term deals it is a big decision for sure but they took extra long to make it
0: for no reason (laughs) just like the oscars man it's
1: (laughs) taking too long but
0: yeah who do you want to get started with
1: i guess let's just go chronologically between the two last week manny machado announced that he was going to the san diego padres for 10 years and 300 million
0: that's money folks that's 300 mil 10
1: years. And for those who don't know baseball, the Padres are not a good team. Mm -mm. They are reported to have a good farm system, so they could be good in the upcoming years, but this is somewhat of a surprise since Manny was potentially going to go to the Dodgers or the Yankees or other big market teams.
0: Awful team, haven't been in the playoffs in so long, always playing below 500 ball. That means that you win less games than you actually lose but the upside is they do have a top three farm system right now so they're expected
1: to get a lot better within the next two to three years and also i don't know if this factored into his decision but they're a team without a lot of history so he has the potential to really make a legacy there if he wanted to And just in general, even besides long term, like right away, he becomes a big star in a city that doesn't have one.
0: For real. It's crazy. Like It could be in the history books, Tony Gwynn, Monty Machado. Right. (laughs) You want to be on that list. We're talking about one of the greatest hitters to ever play the game, Tony Gwynn, who was a Padre. And that's like the only name that you can think of that came Yeah, the Padres or had a great career in the Padres
1: yeah compared to like you know the Yankees the Dodgers where there's just endless names of greats that have played for each team
0: real quick some pros to him signing in the Padres
1: well we just named one another one is that nice weather in San Diego big facts he was thinking of possibly going to the White Sox which the weather would have been a huge con (laughs) like oh boy No yeah. But other pros, I mean good money, like Mm thirty mil a year and for ten years he also has an opt out after five. Just means that at the five year
0: period, which is what his contract says, he can decide to leave the team. Right. That is good just because since it is a bad team, it might never be a good team and he might want to get out of there.
1: Yeah, so he's built in Flexibility, so he can have a long term deal, but he can also get out of it.
0: Yeah, at the time of the contract, he had the biggest contract for a free agent. There have been bigger contracts before, but not from free agency. Like Giancarlo got three twenty five, but that was just an extension. Right. And we also saw Arenado get an extension, but that was for two eighty eight yeah. years. But yeah, dude's making money. Part of what we had mentioned before, him going to the Padres, he'll just stand out there. That'll be his team, right? which is a major pro. I feel like you want to have that effect, like, I got this team, yeah. a championship, like, I run this town.
1: I don't say this in a bad way, but he seems to have a little bit of an ego, which is kind of needed in sports. And I think that kind of feeds into that. And again, not in a bad way, just commenting on it. Yeah. Being with a smaller team, it's also riskier. Like, they haven't proven that their farm system works and that they will definitely be good. And it's also, being that it's a smaller market, not as many fans and etc.
0: Yeah, he'll be playing in San Diego. It is a pro and a con all in one. Right. Like we mentioned, he'll be the one and only superstar, but superstar also has a different meaning there. Being a superstar in San Diego is not the same as being a superstar in Boston or Chicago or the Yankees. It's a con when you look at it in that angle. It also makes his future a question mark. They want to be a better team, but who knows if that team will ever be a great team, even yeah. with him. But,
1: yeah. Let's, let's move on to Bryce Harper, though. Yeah. So that news just broke today. Right. We're recording late Thursday before the show goes up on Friday morning. And Bryce's news just broke during the day.
0: I still don't even know how I feel about this contract. Um, But Bryce Harper signed with the Philadelphia Phillies. Oh, boy. For
1: $330 million, but 13 years. Yeah. So less than Manny. And less than a bunch of other people. Like, it's especially a little weird because there were rumors that he was kind of holding out so that he could be the big dog, so to speak, and have the most money and all that.
0: Because if anyone has a bigger ego than Manny Machado, it's
1: probably Bryce Harper. (laughs) Bryce Harper has a bigger (laughs) ego than anyone in the MLB for sure. And maybe in sports, minus like LeBron...
0: Yeah. He's like top 5 in egos in sports.
1: Yeah, for sure. Also like 13 years is a super long time and unlike Manny, he has no opt out, which is just <sighs> oh my god. Banana's like I don't can't fathom it.
0: This is why the whole deal is confusing to me. <laughs> and it's because I don't this doesn't feel like a good thing for him. No it's weird like if you want to look at it from the pro side it's like yeah this guy is all about winning with this team like, right
1: he wants to set up a home base and yes let players know they should come because he's locked in
0: yeah just like manny like he'll be the guy for this team for 13 years Um, loyalty like this is my fan base right but i don't know if it's smart
1: and that's a long time it's not like <laughs> five years and it's like dude 13 years ago I wasn't even a teenager yet like it's just mind-blowing to think about
0: it's wild like again these are players with huge egos and they believe they're the best at what they do but Manny with his opt-out if that team isn't good or if he doesn't feel whatever isn't going right with him he has that option all you want is the option which is literally short for opt <laughs> um you just want the option to leave right for whatever the reason may be while you're still young and could still get paid yeah after 13 years bryce would be way past his prime he probably won't get paid he might even retire after that like, yeah
1: seriously like i think this might last him through the end of his career maybe he'll get like a tiny one two year extension at right. the end or something but
0: yeah, it's just it's weird to see a player corner himself into this. And, yeah, it's not just him. He has people around him. and
1: Yeah, I mean, like Scott Boris, who is his agent, who is like the biggest agent in the MLB, known for having this reputation of like getting the most for his clients and really not buckling down to any pressure or kind of demands until he makes that happen. But it's like a weird demand for like length instead of money.
0: It just doesn't make sense. It's one of those things where like you've probably never seen it before, especially from a player of his caliber. Right. And it just doesn't make sense.
1: The Nationals, which is a team he was on, offered Mm -hmm. him 10 years for 300 million, which is more per year. Mm -hmm. And he said no, which is like, I get if you want to switch things up which is fine, but, like, that's a long deal as well, yeah. and it's not as long, and I'm sure they would have offered him an opt-out, and he probably could have demanded an opt-out with this, too, like, I think mm. it was his choice to make that part of his contract, stupidly or not. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we don't think it's a good idea, but, yeah, it's just strange, and and he also got offered by the Dodgers a four-year deal with $45 million a year, which would have broken records and been insane and it would have made a lot of sense because the dodgers have been to the world series two years in a row now they still have a good team with bryce they would really add a great piece and he didn't want to go and i'm not sure i really get the philly appeal like they have a good young team also for sure but it's nowhere near a guarantee to make the playoffs and It might take a couple years, and obviously he's in it for the long commitment, but I don't know. I for sure would have taken the Dodgers' deal, and not just because of the money, but it just makes more sense. Like, a shorter deal with a good team right now, like, you want to win, which is, like, another reason he probably left Washington, even though they have a good team, but...
0: Yeah, I mean, the Dodger deal is insane. It's one of those where, like, the player isn't guaranteed any money after that fourth year but you're still making 45 which would have been record-breaking
1: and also at that point he would have been 30 like still in a good point of his career to get the next contract but
0: yeah we're like also just looking at it from like Bryce Harper's point of view but it's also like a shitty deal from the Phillies yeah not that he's super injury prone like Derek Rose or something but He is a fragile player. He's had a little bit of a history with injuries. This could become one of those historically bad deals. For example, the Angels right now with Albert Pujols, where they're paying this guy Bryce Harper money to play half a season, essentially, and not even at a peak performance level. He's like...
1: Not even peak. It's just like nothing, really. Yeah, like, the guy
0: can't run, barely hits anymore.
1: Right, like, all respect to Pujols, but, like, his deal, which is also a long one, is just an example of how wrong and bad this can go.
0: Yeah, I mean, his deal, he didn't get it when he was 26, but still, like, it also wasn't a 13-year deal. (laughs) Yeah, Um, But, yeah, I mean, I don't know, I guess there is pros to it, one is that it is guaranteed money, so he is going to get 330 throughout his career or yeah. for those 13 years. He is in a very shitty division in the know East right now. Where, I mean,
1: the Braves are good.
0: Right, the Braves are good. They're also like super young, and their pitching is questionable, which is kind of almost what the Phillies are. So right. it, it makes them either the best team or like tied for second best right where they can push to be the NOE's east powerhouse yeah they did make other signings to improve and yeah and trades yeah they're just hoping that they all add up to a championship team yeah um, i
1: mean they got real Moto and the trade and Andrew McCutcheon McCutcheon,
0: Gene Segura
1: yeah it is a better team I'm not gonna hate but and they have like Reese Hoskins and stuff but yeah I don't know I guess like another pro is that Philly has like a strong fan base where like Washington is more kind of loose and not as dedicated partially just because they haven't had the team in there for a long time
0: yeah this is a better fan base i guess a little bit more history and it's just a bigger fan base to back up um, yeah i don't know if that's enough to head that way but yeah the he made the decision though
1: what about like between their two deals we talked about pros and cons for both real quick like you think pro and con for between the two
0: i think manny's is a pro he got paid which other teams weren't giving him the 300 mil that he wanted. He has to opt out after five years. He's in a great city, beautiful weather, and he'll be the face of a team. Is right. it a small market team? Yeah, but sometimes it could be one of those great Cinderella stories where like, he makes it happen and they do end up getting one chip. That'd be enough for them. Yeah, Bryce's deal is a con, yeah. like an easy con for me, at least for now. Who knows what could happen with him is he even going to be the same player five years from now let alone 13 right he's getting paid less than other offers that he was offered and yeah to the phillies he stayed yeah. in the division but yeah to the phillies i don't know it's it it's just weird um, what do you think
1: i would say i agree with all that i mean i feel like we've talked pretty in depth about each and i feel like you wrapped it up pretty well so I don't really have much to add. But I will throw in one final question before we conclude the episode. Mm-hmm. Pro or con, your feelings on neither of them coming to the Yankees, which is our team? I'm hurt. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I don't know. See, the Yankees needed a lefty bat, which Bryce Harper could have been the perfect person for that. We also kinda need a left fielder. He is right. a right fielder, but um I would not give him thirteen years for three hundred and thirty mil to come to the Yankees. Not even yeah. close. Maybe two eighty for ten. I would have been like fine with it. Right. But I did really want Monty Machado in my team. He is a little bit of a brat and a controversial player, but Before all that, I was a huge fan, and I'm still a huge fan. I like how he plays the field. I mean, he is a gold lover and has the bat of a possible MVP. And I wanted that to be in my team, you know, just a solid overall player. So, yeah, I I would say Khan that they're not in the Yankees. I would have been fine with either, but only for the right price, of course.
1: I'm going to... Take the opposite side and say pro, because I agree it would have been great. They're obviously both very talented players. But one thing we talked about before, the Yankees for so long have had this reputation of just buying their talent and just spending the most, and that's how they win and all that. And we finally have a team that we've kind of grown ourselves, like minus Giancarlo, but... Mm -hmm. We have a great group of guys and it's not perfect and I don't know if we fixed enough in the off season to be the best team to win the World Series, but I think we did make improvements and I do like having this group of guys minus another big superstar added like Bryce or Manny, but it definitely would have been nice to have either of them in the lineup and in the field for sure, but... Yeah. Yeah, I can agree with that. So yeah, that wraps it up for this episode. This show is part of Sespo Network. You can subscribe on iTunes or Spotify, follow us on social media.
0: Yeah, don't be afraid to slide into the DMs, leave a note, questions, or just tips on how you like the show or not.
1: Yeah, you can also email us network at com, and we'll see you next Friday. This is Jack.
0: And this is Kev.
1: And this has been another episode of Pros and Cons. Peace. Peace.